Okay, we're back. Uh, we're talking about Blade Runner 2049, not Blade Runner 2. No, I just mentioned that. Two, you just put zero and four, four and nine. nine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, Josh and I saw it last night. Robert, when did you see it? You saw it on Thursday. Thursday. Nice, yeah. man. That's hardcore. Wasn't a uh, big uh, group though. Not a big audience. Not it wasn't a huge for us either. either. Yeah, but apparently we were, like, doing shot. well. Yeah, but not great. Just not in Albuquerque yeah. where it sucks. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. people are too. Uh, well, the Bloom Fest is going on, so everyone oh. goes. Oh, I gotta uh, go Bloom Fest. Even though it happens every year. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> this one we've been waiting thirty years. Yeah, right. it's been thirty years. You can't wait. Miss one night of Bloom Fiesta. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, I like the Bloom Fest, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, guys, man, this was crazy. Um, I I didn't know really what to expect to be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, we got a new Blade Runner, you know, investigating, hunting down the replicants, mm-hmm. and you know, opening scene we've got like. Some crazy farm. We don't know what's going on. You know, moisture farm. Moisture farm. And if it wasn't for the prequels, or which not I, prequels, or what do, we, what do we call those? The yeah, shorts, the short so prequel shorts. Yeah, pro. I don't know. They're awesome. Yeah. Uh, you got the Nexus Dawn 2036, 2048, Nowhere to Run, and Blackout 2022. If you haven't seen these, pause right now. <laughs> Go look them up. Watch them. They're, uh, they're they make they make the movie better. I think. Yeah. It gives you a good head start. I can see that. Good yeah. backstory. Yeah. Kind of explains yeah. a few things. But if you haven't seen the movie, you want to stop anyway and go see it before you listen to this. Yeah. We're going to just we're just going to spoil, spoil it. it. Yeah. So um, I'm going to throw some lemonade in the milk and spoil <laughs> lemonade it. In the milk. <laughs> and spoil <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> Man, I may have had one too many. <laughs> but uh, anyway. <laughs> So, where do you guys want to start? Where, where should we start here? Um, can can we all appreciate that the trailers and even the commercials gave, like, nothing away? Yes. Yeah, yeah. right on. I think the only thing, like, yeah, they didn't give anything away, which was no. awesome. But I almost wish, and the trailers just got better and better. Every, every yeah. one they added, even the TV spots. Like, yeah. I mean, it was just kept getting better. And yet, they still didn't show, you know, too much. But I was thinking, we saw it in IMAX, and I guess we all, we all did. Yep. Which is, you have to. I don't mm-hmm. care what your thoughts are. Yeah, on this one. It's awesome. And, um, and I almost wished, it was so, it's so beautiful. The cinematography, the directing mm-hmm. was so beautiful. I almost wished I didn't see any trailers. So I would have been shocked by how beautiful it was. I mean, it was, it didn't spoil anything. Don't no, get me wrong. It's no, still it beautiful. Didn't. But it was just like, that's the only thing I think it spoiled was just, and I didn't even spoil that. But you know, like. I, I knew it was going to be beautiful, and but it would have been such a shock to be like, holy crap, this is amazing. So, well, yeah. It was full of eye candy. Uh, it was very artistic, but also had a great soundtrack. Oh, uh, yes. they, they, really, they really did a great job taking that old school 8-bit music Synth, yeah. and converting yeah. it to today's time, but not, but not taking away from that same tor- sort of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't annoying. Yeah, and like know? the new Star Wars films, it the mm-hmm. uh the score paid homage to the original score but made it original at the same time. Um 
yeah music was awesome especially it, in it IMAX with just how piercingly loud it was yeah man yeah it, you really feel the moments when you need to feel them yeah <laughs> and you didn't get bored i was know? not bored once yeah. no even if it's like it's still like two hours and 40 minutes or yeah. 45 or something like it's that it's a long movie two hours and 43 minutes and yeah it's holy moly it's just just oh man that I'll, I'll move on to the next thing denny villeneuve the uh director guy who made arrival prisoners sicario enemy um and a couple foreign films before that he he's one of my new favorite directors like his pacing is just perfect in all these movies yeah. and i think i told you guys before like so he was doing you know these crime dramas but he had always wanted to do sci-fi and you know his last two arrival and this one have been his best and it's just like i can't wait to see what else he's gonna do because his stuff his pacing's amazing. I, I love it. He must have a passion for it because it's definitely showing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, he, yeah. He, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely translating well. So. Yeah. <clears throat> and then there's this. Um, the, the the cinematographer is this guy named Roger Deakins, who he's done a bunch of uh, Cohen, almost all the Cohen Brothers films. Mm. But the thing is, he's been nominated 13 times for the Academy Award for Cinematography, and he hasn't won yet. But yeah, he's he's one of the most well-known cinematographers because his his stuff is beautiful. So people are thinking, even before this came out, they're like, just from the trailers, they're like, this one might be the he, one where he, he wins. He's got to win like eleven times ago. Oh, his his cinematography <laughs> is just gorgeous. Wrong. I mean, look at I mean, No Country for Old Men, Shawshank yeah. Redemption. Oh, and how did that not win? All of the yeah, you know, like all the older. Um, I think the last. I don't think he did Hail Caesar. Like he hasn't done the last one for the Coens, but he's done most of them. Wow. Um, yeah, and so his stuff is just it was amazing. Out. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were with the he was with the Coen Brothers going back to Barton Fink. Yeah. Yeah, Barton Fink. It looks like it's his first one. Yeah, he's uh, he's responsible for making a lot of these movies gorgeous. Yeah, and so um, Far yeah Fargo, yeah he's he's a beast. So it would be great to see him. He's got a great eye, uh, that's out. for sure. Um, yeah, we'll see. Because that yeah. cinematography was just outstanding. I'd, I'd still say, like, Danny Villeneuve was awesome. The directing was awesome. I still think the best of the year was Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is right up there. This is really close, actually, surprisingly. But the cinematography, I think, goes to Roger Deakins for this. It's just perfect. Wow. And Hans Zimmer. And Hans yeah. Zimmer doing oh, the score. And he did both, dude. right? He did Dunkirk and this. Yep. Oh, he is dude. a beast. Dude. What a good time to be alive. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, great cast. Yeah. Gosling, oh, top of his game. There wasn't um, anybody in the cast that annoyed me. Right. Even the... Uh, and usually I'm annoyed by someone. They, or they feel misplaced, miscast yeah. or, or something. Yeah, miscast or, or their character just... It comes off cheesy, right? Yeah. You know what I mean. And and I was worried about this film because, you know, I mean, it's been thirty years since the old it's one. Such a classic, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's such a classic. So you kind of worry, what are they going to do with this? You know, well, are they and, ruin it, or are they going to do a good job? Right. And I think like every part of the cast. So here's absolutely huge spoiler right here. Mm-hmm. So the girl that ends up being the daughter, um, I've never seen her before. I don't know who she is. And she didn't have a huge part, but her acting was phenomenal. Yeah, I thought she, she was, was great. Amazing. You know, and so it's like, uh, let's see, Carla Jury, Yuri or something. I don't know. I don't know who she is, but oh, she's in a nothing I've ever nothing seen, I've seen before. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've heard of that Wetlands movie. 
I've heard of this it. one, the Morris from America, but hmm. it's supposed to be terrible. Oh, no, I've seen her in that last one. It looks yeah. familiar. Blade Runner. <laughs> oh, yeah, Blade Runner. No, but she was great. You know, she reminded me of, um, I know Robert hasn't seen this, but season four, the girl that came out of nowhere that was the um, the sister in oh, season four. I didn't say what the show yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, which season? Uh, Sherlock. Oh, and Sherlock. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. she was great, and I hadn't she seen her in anything actress. before. And so this girl was, okay. was awesome. Um, yeah, it was a great cast. You got the guy who's the uh, I'm the captain now from Captain Phillips. Well, we had Morgan from uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead playing the uh, child slave uh, or sweatshop oh, slave yeah, yeah. runner, right? <laughs> yeah. Lenny James. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Of course, Harrison Ford, I think, was at the top of his game. He was super awesome. He didn't look too tired and like, no, uh, he wasn't mailing it in. Crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he enjoyed it. And actually, it's. Apparently him and Gosselin got along great. Have you seen interviews of them recently? They just they just crack up through the interviews together. Are they bros? Yeah, oh, they're bros. Right on. That's good to know. Uh, we were talking right before this, Dave Bautista, especially in the short film, because uh, he wasn't really huge. He's a very important character, but not a huge part. You know, for a huge muscular guy, he's got such sensitivity. Like he's a really good actor. Like his Guardians character, I mean, he just nails that perfectly. And yet, this is a very different character, and he does it really well. I was kind of hoping they would keep him out around a little longer. Yeah, um, I kind of. Yeah, that's bit. one thing yeah. I kind of figured out from the trailers. I'm like, he's going to die quickly. I felt. I felt like barely he was, like a glimpse of him. Well, yeah. not only that, but you could tell they were fighting, and I'm like, I bet he's going to be kind of this like initial Blade Run, you know, like killer off, like kind of set the tone. Well, and from the um, shorts, you learn that they're after him anyway. Right. So kind of kind of makes sense, but just kind of hoping. Robin Wright's great as always. It's Anna D. Armist or whatever. She was good. Uh, but the Sylvia Hoax who plays Love was just phenomenal. And if you look up her up, look her oh, up on yeah. the internet she, database. Just she looks way different. She's a great she did great, man. I mean, you really and and I don't know, did she do her own stunts? Does anybody know? I don't I don't know. I'm not sure. It looked like it. They were pretty incredible. Jared Leto was was excellent. Yeah, in a very man. small role, surprisingly. I was ready to hate him more. Right? Yeah. You were going to hate him. <laughs> but yeah, he talks a little bit like a robot. Yeah. And you have to Just wonder, like, bit. is, you know, they have that whole debate, which they don't answer in this movie, is Deckard a replicant? Oh, true. And, uh, and I think there's got to be a debate, is Neander Wallace, Jared Leto's character, is, is he a replicant? Because, yeah. I mean, he plugs in to his neck to get vision. Uh, he uses and, those really cool, like, try... Uh, there's like three of these like droids that click. Yeah, like, like the pod droids. Yeah, fly the pod yeah. droids, and they kind of click. I don't know if it's like a sonar type sight or. That's what I was thinking. Because yeah. of the clicking, and it, and it surrounds what yeah. he's trying to look at. Yeah, you know, and they, you know, they. It's interesting. You know, are they setting up for another one? Because it's kind of ambiguous what happens to Gosling. I mean, you have yep. you have the idea that he's dead, um, and but yeah, Harrison Ford's still around. And Jared Leto's still around. Yep. His character is still around. So, um, you know, they could do more with this. I don't know if they will. I doubt they'll wait another 30 years because Harrison Ford probably won't make it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Even though they're going to make another Indiana Jones with him, oh, which is man. just ridiculous. Oh, but it's man. better than using Shia LaBeouf as a <laughs> reboot. Um, there's rumors of Chris Pratt. They wanted Chris Pratt for a new... Indiana Jones. You know, if that would work. You know what I would like to see is a young Indiana Jones. Yeah. And then just get a whole new kid. Yeah. Just go get a kid that yeah. like you you search the world for that kid. Yeah. Yeah. And find him. 
and well, make young Indiana Jones. <laughs> but well, don't base it on the TV series because those are freaking boring. It's <laughs> a great no, idea. They, ha- they, they had a good one, uh, young Indiana Jones in the movie. In, they did. Uh, oh, Last yeah. Crusade. Yeah, oh, they did. River Phoenix. River Phoenix was great. Yeah. He, yeah. He did. yeah. But he's... Well, and he would have been too old if he hadn't. Done. No, yeah, but that would have been like a perfect way in the nineties yeah, to keep to it going, kind of transition right. it. But yeah. I think they're past that. Yeah. yeah, but you could do a young Indiana and meet a new generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then just have him do these adventures, maybe with his dad. Be kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, why not? Now, my theory about Jared Leto's character is he sounds like that. It's of course artificial from how he would regularly sound. But I think he has this god complex so much. Uh-huh. Yeah, he wants we do to notice that as the like almighty robot to the replicants. Right. Oh. So that's like the way. So that, he speaks like them. Yeah, it's like right. the proper artificial uh, right. speak. Now, and I, um, it's mm-hmm. interesting because if they did make a spin where he was a replicant, that's kind of like Michael Fassbender in Alien Covenant. Totally. You know, and uh, yeah. Prometheus, like you know, this robot creating other things. You know, which is oh. really interesting. Um, and there's. I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but there's rumors that Ridley Scott, you know, thinks this is in the same universe as Aliens. Uh, don't ruin it, Ridley. I know. Ridley Scott. <laughs> I'm so glad that he didn't direct this. So, I mean, yeah. I like Ridley Scott, but I, he couldn't have done this. Um, he would have bogged it down with too much weird stuff. And so, now, do you know that the original Neander Wallace was supposed to be David Bowie? Oh, I heard that. Yeah. Which I think That's, would have been that would have been perfect. amazing. My my one complaint with Leto is uh, he's too young because yeah. I mean if you the short with him is set I think thirteen years before this movie he doesn't age a day mm-hmm. and yet and, and and in the timeline even in this in twenty forty nine plus in the shorts he's been around so the, in the movie twenty forty nine he they the scroll at the beginning they say that he he bought out Nexus. But he would have bought out Nexus uh, before 2036. So he's been doing this for a long time. So David Bowie's age matches better with Neander. Unless, to, unless, unless he gets, he's a replicant. Is a replicant. Yeah, I did notice the there was like, I, I thought it was scarring in the movie, uh-huh. but around his eyes. His eyes, yeah. yeah it was a lot more obvious versus the short. Yes. Oh, sure. You're right. So it's like little signs of aging, but it's not how a regular human would age. Right. Okay. Yeah, it looks more like scars. Yeah. But I mean, Dave Bautista's character, I think, ages because he's not a young a youngling, and you see him in. So his short is only a year before this, mm. but you see him referenced in um, the anime one, Blackout, um, and it says his con- or conception date. Is that what I call it? What I they think call they it? Say Inception, Inception date. Inception. Inception yeah. date. Uh, is 2019, which is when the first movie was made. So he's 30. He's a, uh, a replicant that's 30 years old, uh, who's been around for 30 years, I guess. So I think he's aged. Um, and then the whole debate: if Deckard is, in fact, a replicant, he obviously is aged. He looks very different than he did in the original. <laughs> yeah, he <movie>. does. <laughs> it still doesn't make sense in the overall scheme, but I'm glad that they left it, you know, aside for this movie. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I think he's not. No, no. Because when the first Blade Runner in 2019 happened, he how could he be the most powerful? How could he be off the books, fight these guys and still win? Uh-huh. Is, like all the other replicants show their cards. Yep. Yeah. So how could he hide so well and then age and still be around in 2049? Right. Those replicants had a, had a short a span. span. It was like four years, right? Yeah. 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 So, no, there's no way. Unless it's like Westworld and the creator made one. 
which is Ridley yeah. Scott in this case, and he's yeah. being dumb about it. Well, yeah. apparently he's trying to change it. Yeah, so uh, he is the original writer and Harrison Ford. Both, you know, from years past, they have said to that he is not a replicant, <laughs> sure. and yet Ridley Scott says he is. And what I think if Ridley heck? Scott would have directed this, that's the direction they would have gone, okay. and I think it would have been a mess. Yeah. Now, now, it makes sense to me since they're the replicants are replicating. Yeah, that which Harrison Ford, he's like a father, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, which is kind of cool because you know it's very Star Wars ish because <laughs> he does say hey no he doesn't say hey i'm your father at all but they <laughs> no, think it yeah but uh, they think it. <laughs> <laughs> we were but, uh, all thinking it we were all <laughs> but now you've got this transhumanism like hybrid yeah baby Good word transhumanism yeah i like it so uh and they're all worried about it yeah so that's yeah that, and that's what they didn't give up in the thing you know i mean i think in the previews you don't even know that ryan gosling is a replicant no yeah um, he just thinks he is they just kind of call him one they call him the skin job in the yeah, hall. Yeah. They kind of yell at him. I don't even remember seeing if he has a lo- the number under his eye or anything. Do I you? think he did. Did he? Okay. I think so. I don't remember them showing it. I don't either. But he I has remember to, just him going through I the test. I think he has to be yeah. because well because he burst through a wall. Like he's too strong. He's pretty strong. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, that was, was pretty, pretty freaking cool. awesome. That yeah. was just a throwaway thing too. Ooh. Yeah, it was. There's, oh yeah. man, <laughs> that was just so good. It was such. I mean, I heard was the dog a replicant? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he, the dog got up really fast. Is that real? Theories. No. <laughs> Theories. No, I think, uh, you know, I heard so many things ahead of time about it being epic. And it epic is the perfect description for this movie. Yeah. I mean, it just is an epic. I mean, goodness gracious, it was just so freaking beautiful. And there were times when I was sitting there in the IMAX thinking, like, it's never going to look this way as it does in IMAX. No. It just looked mm. perfect. Like, it was meant for it. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I think... I would. I think if it's down the road and they re-release it in IMAX again, like thirty years from now, or something like that, you're gonna go. You know, I would totally do it. I would see it again. <laughs> yeah. That's so it awesome. was just. It's perfect. Yeah, this is how it's meant to be seen. <laughs> That's such a a good use of the word epic. Uh, yeah. But I hate that it's been rolled into all these other movies. And no offense to people who like the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings movies, I like them too. But this is a more accurate sense of the word. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's always, there's always something going on. You're never bored. But I was worried when I saw the runtime that that was going to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was worried like, for some Rings. downtime. Yeah. yeah. Or you, like, you wait for it to end five times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or there's a slow part or something like that. Never happened. Never no, happened. it didn't. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty interesting, Excellent. too, the, the uh, intertwining storylines of not just his... Um, work life but his personal life yeah mm-hmm. he comes home he's this lonely dude because he can't get a date because he's a skin job so he spends a some extra cash on a housewife hologram yeah, yeah. and makes her m- mobile uh-huh. and he's called back to work again <laughs> like the man didn't Poor get guy. the rest <laughs> well and it's just like and <laughs> no downtime his his story is so tragic it's it so is. tragic yeah. when he when he finds out he's not the the actual child Chosen. and uh yeah. and when which is crazy you know that's not something you see much in movies no. where the main character you think he's chosen and he usually is you know or she is you know but in this one he thinks he is and he's not yeah and and it was so heartbreaking and so with his his uh oh, man interactive you know hologram being killed off and then he he sees that he's not important mm-hmm. and he sees that she is just like that with everybody 
when he yep. sees the the big naked one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh you know, she says the same stuff and it's just like it's so disingenuous and he just you know, I, I think he loses hope. I I almost thought like when the naked one walked away, you know, he you know was looking at the gun almost like, you know, I, I thought he was gonna kill himself, kill myself, yeah. you know. But then <laughs> yeah. he ends up being heroic, like uh, Dave Bautista's character, and does the right thing. And then when he's on the steps at the end, which was just beautiful in the snow, uh, like, you know, it's just this, what does he have to live for? He's not, he doesn't have a relationship and it, and he found out that it was basically fake and he's not real and he's got no future and, and you know, and he's dying and it's just like, well, he's got the cause. It's so heartbreaking. He's got the cause. Yeah. But the yet- cause, the cause is there now at that point, but yeah, you're right. Well, yeah. and, then he, and then he also reunited, uh, you know, an orphan. Right. With her father. And that's what he thought he was. And he thought that was his father. So well, and, it was important to do that. And it was kind of sad because, you know, when he saw Harrison Ford, he's like, oh, daddy, you know, you're my dad. Right. No, you're not. No. He said that? No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. He was thinking <laughs> it. <laughs> well, and it's like, you know, and it's also. It's he, just messed up that he got that implanted memory. Yes. Oh, yeah. To yes. begin with. That's what messed him up. Right. Yeah. I mean, even though it came from the best memory implanter. Yes. Right. Which helped save her really right and it's neat because you know uh neander wallace and his crew wanted to catch the child and experiment on it and then the uh replicant crew wanted to kill off harrison ford's character to you know tie up loose ends and gosling just said screw you both you know and faked deckard's death and reunited him you know something that either side did not want him to do and didn't even have to he didn't even have to do it and I, and I like how, you know, a three-hour movie, you know, you, you you know, are they showing too much? You know, did they edit anything? But I never felt like that. And, like, and they didn't show the reunion. Well, they, they did with, with Harrison Ford. I forgot about that. They did show that. But, they but it was brief. Enough. Yes. Yeah, it was very brief. Uh, it wasn't Return of the King from Lord of the Rings. You're right. Like, they didn't just, <laughs> like, drag it out. Um, yeah, I know, it, was, it was great. It had great pacing. They didn't overdo anything. Yeah. And, and then, you know, the trippy love scene even. You know, that was so true. It was weird. I mean, it was it necessary? Maybe a little bit because it wasn't, it wasn't so. gratuitous. You know? It yeah. wasn't, but it, it didn't go overboard. It had a lot. The movie yeah. had lots of nudity in other spots that that weren't necessarily gratuitous. I mean, it was. No, they weren't distasteful, right? Yeah. But and this, yeah. but that scene didn't have any nudity. No, and um, I I appreciated that. Yeah, because too. it wasn't necessary. We didn't need to see, no. it, but we got to see enough to understand. Oh, how this emotional relationship becomes physical yeah. i just watched yeah. her about a month ago which has, which has a similar, similar scene, scene. Yeah. yeah i was thinking that <laughs> yeah um, but in that movie i was like oh this is stupid that's what i said <laughs> 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 in this movie i'm like oh this works oh, I, I get it all right yeah ryan. all right ryan no, i mean k k joe or joe you look like a joe um <laughs> Anyway, but it's great. He starts off as a nobody, uh, believes he's special, mm-hmm. believes he's somebody, mm-hmm. going back to believing he's nobody, and then he finally finds like who, his purpose. Who he's supposed to be, yeah, his purpose, yeah. And he's just a puzzle piece, like the lady said, the one-eyed lady said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, 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 his character arc, his his story was just. I mean, the whole thing was great, but it was just it's so unique. You know, the original Blade Runner is such a unique film. I mean, it's hard. You're doing a sequel 30 years later of a film that's beloved but was initially hated. Yes. 
I mean, that's a really tough resume right there. Like, you got to fill yeah, this up. Uh... Not resume, but yeah, it's a tough, you know, thing to fill. And it's just like, they nailed it, you know? And and it's also almost three hours long. So it'll be interesting to see how well it does at the box office. I think it's going to do decent, but I don't think it's going to be, like, amazing. But it's getting rave reviews. I mean, from fans and from critics. They just adore it. And how about his boss, his lieutenant? I mean, her performance. Robin Wright. She's she, always good. She's, yeah. She's great. <laughs> But man, man, she was she was the hard ass yeah. um uh police lieutenant and she was she was tough affair and ultimately she tries to protect Kay. Yeah. Ryan Gosling's character. Um there was did you know did you guys get those little like nuggets of like a funny part in the movie? Like when she dies and uh, the replicant picks up her head. Yeah, oh yeah, we laughed. We both laughed. Drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just so <laughs> jacked. Yeah. There was a little stuff like that, but it wasn't like laugh out loud funny no, yeah. craziness. It was some slight slapstick. A little just, bit. A little. Just bit. a little uh, bit. Yeah. Remnants of the Stooges. Yeah, and that's it. But uh, uh, very final <laughs> Um which I'd go see by the way. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and she was totally when she was drinking in his apartment. Apartment. She was totally hitting on him and oh, trying yeah. to yeah. go further with that. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I mean, he, he was great as just this, like, not a lot of emotion, but when he did, it would just like, it would just like seep out and he would just like shake, you know, and, um, or it explode or it explode. Yeah. 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 Um, but most of the time it was just flat, you know, and emotionless, but there was still emotion behind it. Like he just did a really good job. I think we were talking about him, uh, James and I, I feel like. You know, for years he was kind of making stuff that I just didn't care about, usually independent stuff or whatever. But recently, I think he's made a lot of good choices. I know you, La La Land's not your type of movie, guys, but I mean, he was good. He's like, great. Oh, it, uh, it's yeah, a good movie. He's great in it, and and then Nice Guys, he was phenomenal. He was so, funny. and yet Nice Guys, La La Land, and this are three entirely different movies. <laughs> yes, they are. And you know, and he's hosted SNL twice recently. You know, he's just he's making some interesting choices, and I like what he's doing. So. Keep keep it up, Gosling, and you'll start to I'll start to actually like you more. But <laughs> so he, I think uh, he's gonna be like Tom Cruise, where he has to cherry pick his roles. Yeah, uh, that sure. suit him best. Yeah, and it kind of feels like it was perfect for this. He was yeah yeah he was perfect. Now little little nerd thing, you guys know what he has in common with Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Mickey Mouse Club. Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, yeah, that's right. We used to, I used to watch that. Wow, I used right. to, too. I used to watch it. So he was on that. He was. He was one of the kids, oh, man. Oh, man, that's funny. Wasn't Justin Timberlake? Oh, yeah, Timberlake was, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So uh, crazy, those guys. Yeah. They've come so far. Especially him. Yeah. <laughs> Especially him. Wow. Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, it was it was great. Kind of, what'd you call it? Neo-noir? Neo-noir, yeah. yeah. I'm just learning about this. I didn't yeah. even know it was a genre. It's so, a yeah, perfect phrase for it. Yeah. It is. It's perfect. It's very cool. Perfect, perfect. Dark. Now, did you guys have any qualms with it? Hmm. That you can think of? Man, I probably have to see it like 30 more times. <laughs> to find That's the spirit. You know what I mean? Um, um, off the top of my head, do you? Uh, I kind of questioned at first the bees thing. Because uh, oh, Ryan yeah, Gosling's character is going through the desert of yeah. what we find out is uh, Las Vegas. That's how he found life there, because he saw he saw the, the infrared or whatever. Right, right. They never show any plants, though. No flowers, no nothing, and there's bees. I was like, what the heck is this about? Right, yeah, they're yeah. in a hive. But yeah, it true. took me till the next day, yesterday, 
there was the flower at the tree. Yeah. When oh. Ryan Gosling first starts his. So oh, where did that flower yeah. come from? Yeah. Okay. So at one point, Harrison Ford Decker did visit there. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. But that was like the only thing I was a little confused about. I wouldn't right. say that I didn't like her or anything like that. But that part leading up where Ryan Gosling's doing the slow walk, uh-huh. uh, that's the only time that I got taken out of the movie a little bit was the soundtrack, the Blah. Oh, yeah. it was very. Uh, I was like, oh, "Is yeah. there a machine that he's going to?" Right, yeah, because yeah, it did yeah. give you that. It gave <laughs> it you that. Huge. It felt yeah. more like a factory scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, yeah. I know what you mean. But that was it. I, I would say, you know, I was telling James when I left Inception or not Inception, uh, Interstellar. I was picking up my son, and I was going to meet. Um, someone was he was spending the night at someone's house, and I was going to meet them at a parking lot, uh, at Toys R Us, and in like forty minutes. I just sat in that parking lot and just thought, like, I had to process that movie. And this was one, you know, I initially talked about, I, I thought, hey, this would be good. We'll just do the podcast right after the movie. But I'm so glad we didn't. <laughs> like, I had to process this because I had to decide. I mean, I knew I loved it, but I had to decide at what level, you yep. know, like, like, you know, I mean, because I respected it and I loved it, but I, I wasn't sure, like, um, I don't know. I, I don't know how to even just describe what i was thinking because i didn't know what to think like i was trying to just you know i had to think about it all night i had to like lay there and go over it to see it's almost like i had to watch it again by memory yeah Yeah. just to decide yeah exactly that like how much i like this movie yeah and what parts i liked and why and and the the look of the film too i mean it's so dystopian Mm -hmm. dystopian uh in certain areas and 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 the fact that San Diego is a big dump yard <laughs> yeah. kind of broke my heart a little bit. I, I thought you for that because <laughs> I know you love that place. cities. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I was funny. like, man. Um, but yeah, I, I had to go. I had to go home and process it too. And I was so shocked by how good it was. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I really was worried. And man, I mean, the, the shorts, you know, kind of give you a little bit of hope uh-huh. that it's going to be good and it, it helps excite you. But those aren't the same three directors. They're not. But I did. You know? I did from my experience with you. Lanou, you kind of I trusted that director. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I love that Scott wasn't directing it. And I think for me, it's like, you know, some of my best films for this year are like like Logan and Dunkirk, and and I love Spider Man. I thought those, you know, those yeah. were instantly I knew they were, they were great. Yeah. For this one, Wonder I Woman. I didn't yeah. know where to put that. You know, oh, yeah, like Wonder yeah. Woman and Get Out are, are, are I have a little bit lower, uh, but they're still great. And so I was trying to figure out, you know, is this we're on one... the spectrum of good. Yeah, and so in the end, I I put it up with those, like ahead of Wonder Woman and Get Out, you know, more with those other ones. Like, huh. um, yeah, because it's it's so it's so good. Like you can't deny it. Like there's, you know, I don't have qualms with it. Like, and if I do, like they're they're minuscule, and it's just everything was just ex- executed perfectly. Uh, yeah, it is one of my favorites of the year. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. And that's saying a lot because, yeah, those are like top picks right there. But it's, I don't know, my next closest uh, is Spider-Man Homecoming. I yeah, really enjoyed that film. one. It was a fun comic book superhero movie. Yeah. Uh, but this one, yeah, it's like I did not expect this to be nearly as good. And there were so many opportunities for it to be bad. <laughs> and I, I need to rewatch this and Dunkirk. I've only seen them both once. See, Dunkirk for me was perfectly executed as well mm-hmm. um but i'm not sure i'm not sure if i'd say it's as good as this 
I would say the intensity level is about the same as far as what's going on. Yeah. The, the mm-hmm. seriousness of things. Some of the scenes are, are real intense and painful and emotional. Yeah. But yeah, they're kind of different. I think I lean toward yeah. Dunkirk more, but at the same time, for both of those movies, I was more geeking out at how, like, the directing, the cinematography, you know, the acting, like, how the story was made, how the movie was made, how the story was built, all this stuff. I was geeking over that more than, like, like Logan or Spider-Man. It's just sure. the movies, like, the movie themselves, like, the whole thing I just adored. And so it's like, you know, do I – and I know this doesn't matter. It only matters to me, really. But it's like, you know, do I dock Blade Runner and Dunkirk for not being – I don't know. Well, I, <laughs> I don't mean, even know how to word it all. I think both – I mean, what when, for me, both movies had, like, drowning scenes. And those drowning scenes are really intense, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, uh, Dunkirk. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's, fight at the end oh, of this, gosh. Blade Runner. But, oh yeah, yeah, Dunkirk. Holy crap! Oh, yeah, both Dun- of them. Dunkirk both was more them. intense, but yeah, Blade yeah, Runner yeah. was just. But yeah. uh, you know the the way that they've done both those scenes I mean, in both movies, they're they're just like you're kind of edge of the seat because yeah. oh, there's yeah. so much action going on. Oh man, that was incredible! Incredible! I Such think- a good. <laughs> so here's a question which one's better Blade Runner 2049 or Blade Runner whoa uh, if they were both released at the same time 2049 yeah. is a more competent uh, more leveled uh-huh. yeah uh, the original Blade Runner I would say the final cut is the best of the versions yes but you still have like kind of odd choices like yes uh, Harrison Ford uh, when he goes into was it like uh, a strip club to kill the one Blade Runner or to kill the one replicant the girl yeah, yeah. and yeah, he does like that a, weird like, like accents yeah trying yeah. to it's like she doesn't know who he is yeah there's yeah. no need for there's him. no there's no need for, no need for that scene to yeah disguise no, yeah. himself <laughs> yeah yeah in yeah. this one there was no scene that was out of place that we could uh-huh. cut and there's also no scenes missing so you were never like out of the loop yeah True. so. It, this one's more competently made. There's better decisions. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, the original Blade Runner, I've seen it three times now. Once, maybe 20 years ago, and I didn't really like it. Once about five years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. And I thought, okay, this is decent, but it's not great. And then when we watched it just a couple months ago, the three of us, like, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this is really good. I really like it. That was the final cut. And it's just, it's really solid. But yeah, there's, it, there's a little bit, we talked about it then. We did a podcast. You can check it out. Uh, where there was some, you know, goofs, not goofs, but like kind of like, you know, this isn't really smooth or, or whatever. Um, some rough transitions here. This or one there, was yeah. much, much more, uh, much better made. Oh yeah, I would agree. I, I think, uh, man, twenty forty nine. I mean, I hope they do another one. I really do. Um, it was like we've said. It's it was beautiful. The storyline's great. Acting's great. Uh, there's a lot of good visual um, CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it is. I think this one's going to definitely be a classic. Yeah, for sure. I can't say though. I I don't know if I hope they do another one. <laughs> I kind of don't want them to. I don't, yeah, I mean, there's more to do. As I said, like you know, Leto's still alive. Yeah. Uh, and Ford's still alive, and Gosling's probably not. Um, but it's like so. There's more. And, this is a universe that I think what's cool about this one, they and part of it's just budget. Uh, 
but they explored more of this universe. But they still haven't. You haven't gone to their off-world colonies yet, neither. Well, see, that's what I would like. You to know, see. there's a lot more to be done with this universe than their ex. You know, I don't know if it necessarily needs um, Harrison Ford. I love Harrison no. Ford. Don't get me wrong, but um, I like this universe. This is really neat universe. This kind of like. Well, and to see yeah. them to go, like what you said, to go to these off-world colonies would be great if you would just, they got nine of them, you could just start at one right. and go to the nine, you well, know? And as James suggested with the the anime, oh, uh, yeah, 2022 anime. Blackout, oh. man, you could do, you could do more with that. You Heck know, yeah. those are, you know, do different parts of the time zone, do, do different, like follow the replicants, like don't follow Decker, don't follow Kay, follow the replicants in their movement. You know, and do it as a series or something like that. That would be, I think, awesome. That would be really cool. If it's cool. done well. Uh, Instead oh, it, of a movie, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They did it yeah. like an anime series on on uh, Cartoon Network or Adult Swim. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Mm. So. It'd be really sweet. Somebody should do that. And then <laughs> just give us a little credit. Just, <laughs> yeah. You know, no, as long as they do it right, because we don't want the blame. Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I don't, given what we saw... Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that guy, if the Watanabe that, or whatever, yeah. who did Cowboy Bebop, if he did it, then nah, dude, yeah, that's They're good. safe. <laughs> they can't screw that up. Yeah. But if Ridley Scott <laughs> goes off and makes his own TV show... Do you think he would do a TV show? A cartoon? He's Well, not a cartoon. He might do a TV show. Oh, okay. Live action. I think if they told him, hey, we he, want you to do... He produces a lot of TV shows. We want you to do an anime. Yeah. He would say, what's that? What's, what's, that? An, <laughs> what's an anime? No, but he produces a lot of TV shows, so I, I could see him being like, you know wanting to spearhead something Maybe. he still i don't know if you saw but this week he came out he still has plans for alien even though the what? The, the company no. fox has said they don't know if they're gonna go further further with this See, that'd be another he still cool wants anime. to do <laughs> he still wants to do like one that's focused more and she doesn't get it he doesn't get it you know I, we're not, we talked about this covenant and prometheus are good movies they're not great but um he wants to do his next alien movie wants to focus primarily on androids it's like no, what people want to see an alien movie because of the aliens. Yeah, we an android fighting an an alien to me wouldn't be that exciting. I don't think it'd be about fighting the alien. I think it'd just be about the androids. Like, no, I mean, great. No, just the androids. Michael Fassbender no. is a great character in that. Like his his acting is phenomenal. Like he's he's great in it. It's very he's the most interesting character in Covenant, and yet I don't know if I want to watch more just about him. No, I don't either. I mean, I'd like to see him get caught or yes or, or destroy destroy yes yeah he needs to die yes that, that that makes it good yeah. you know that's what we want to see it should be someone else there should be just one last alien movie going into the original trilogy yeah or quadrilogy and then end it but it shouldn't be scott it shouldn't be no. really scott doing it oh, I, i'm still cool with blomkamp making his yes. even though i don't know how it's going to work with the age of sigourney weaver and michael bean um but if they got him to do this one in between Covenant and the original Alien and just weave everything together, yeah, I think he could do it. I think he could. Yeah, yeah. They could de-age her with that de-aging process. That's the thing, man. Nowadays, this Irishman yeah. movie that uh, Scorsese's making for Netflix is supposed to have young De, uh, de Niro with the de-aging Ooh. process. And somebody said it's good. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, change of subject. We don't have to go on this long. I just want to make one little statement. Uh, Tom Petty died this week. Oh, yeah. And, uh, what a bummer. I don't listen to his stuff much anymore, but 
when I was in high school, I was, you know, it was very impressionable age. I was totally in a cl- classic rock phase, and he was like my main guy. I was also learning to play guitar and writing my own music at that time, and uh, and so I've been very very nostalgic. Been listening to a, I think a lot of him since he died. Probably, and I was thinking about it. This is probably the most I've heard him in 10, 15 years because uh, I just don't listen to him much anymore. Sure. But it's just like it was very influential for me, or he was very influential for me. So I was bummed to see him go. It is kind of nice that. I mean, I know he he did drugs in the past, and that probably, in the long run, helped with hurting his heart to get a heart attack. But it's nice to hear a rock star die that didn't overdose or you know something yes. like that. Like nature. a natural yeah. cause. Yeah, it's a yeah. natural cause. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought he was great, and uh, and the more I listened to him recently, I'm just like, I, I mean, I think it's just a phase. I'm, I'm not going to keep listening to him a ton after this, but it's like. Just really respect him. He's a really good songwriter, and I really enjoyed it. So I did get to see him in concert, um, eighteen years and one day before he died. Wow, isn't that nuts? That's crazy. Uh, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was he was one of the greats. Um, I never got into his solo stuff that much at a younger age, but uh, Traveling Wilburys. <laughs> oh yeah. I oh. really liked oh, Traveling Wilburys. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Um, all their train music videos yeah and it's, what, a, what an epic group what an yeah. epic group yeah. wasn't one of the Bee Gees in it no i hope not <laughs> no 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 it's uh bob dylan george oh, harrison yeah, yeah, yeah. george harrison that's um it was. jeff lynn he just has a jeff, lynn. jeff lynn from yellow and there's someone else. oh roy orbison who's oh, in the first yeah, album yeah, not yeah. the second one i'm he sorry died. guys and yeah now jeff lynn and, and bob dylan are the only two surviving members because wow. i texted a friend of mine about that and i'm like who wow. thought Bob Dylan would have outlasted some of these guys? <laughs> yeah, you true. know he was old back then. I know. The I thought I he know. was gone. Right? No, he's oh. still around. He's still around. He's I still just around, don't hear man. much about Bob Dylan. Yeah, he's just he's doing he concerts got, nonstop. Really? He got good for him. He uh, what's the story I heard of him? This was like in the past five years, I think, maybe longer. It might have been longer than that, maybe ten years. But he uh, he got arrested somewhere, and I forget why. I think recently. He, <laughs> yeah yeah because like his car broke down or something like that maybe not arrested but like they picked him up and he was saying he's bob dylan and no one believed him and like and he didn't have id on him and it took him like like a day or something like a couple hours to figure it out this like, actually like was, was bob dylan. yeah detained because this was like a small town like midwest or something like that when they don't care he doesn't carry so, wallets like typical celebrity. it's bob dylan he can do whatever he wants man <laughs> He's not part of the system. But in all fairness, no, that's that sounds about right that you wouldn't be able to understand what he was trying to say first off. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, it would be kind and of then he doesn't look like him anymore. Yeah. What? Yeah. But Tom Petty was great, man. No, I love um, he was. Uh, Damn the Torpedoes. I love that album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't listen to it nearly as much as I should, but yeah. man, every time it popped in, it's, it's great. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, so just a little love for TP there. Man, so what a, what a rough week. I mean, we had the Vegas thing, and then... Oh, jeez, yeah. And Tom Petty. Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. So we, what? We got Thor in two weeks. So Oh, yeah, Thor. Man, yeah. that's going to be the a good two weeks? One. Is that right? November 3rd? Uh, is that two no, weeks? it's about a month. About a month. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's, it's going to be a while. So maybe then, we'll do something before then. And then Star Wars. I mean, it's going to be oh, right there. Gosh. Yeah. Dude. Oh, so did you see? Uh, I did not. Did you see Kingsman Two? Yes. Oh. What you thought? How thoughts? was it? Uh, I liked it. It's not as bad as the reviews are saying. Okay. Um, it's not as strong as the first one, but oh. I loved the first one. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, there are a couple th- uh, points where you're like, oh, they're just trying to duplicate something in the first one. They do. Um, uh-huh. Like, they try to do, like, a little spin on it. Like, instead of... Um, who was the main... There was a celebrity in the first one. Mm. Well, there's a couple, but they, like... Yeah, I know Elton John's in the new one. Elton um, John's in the new one, and it's sometimes very out of place. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's For the most part, it's okay. Um, you can tell that it went through uh, reshoots and editing, so some of it doesn't quite match up. Mm. Uh, some of it was, like, last-minute changes. Um, they do the whole thing about, like... I won't spoil it for you guys, but there is there are deaths in there oh. of characters, uh, but they do the, like elusive like we're not going to show you the death because we want to maybe use them in the future right oh which they showed colin Firth's death so yes. i don't know how well they just they explain that you don't have to go they did pretty that, good actually they did okay it just took too long to get him back mm. into, into the world okay that's the part that bugged me um julianne moore is a great great villain oh she's good. a great actress she uh, is she they, really is they they did too much with elton john that, uh, that's really it yeah that's really it it was still really good, really competently made movie. I think they just kind of rushed it a little bit, or they didn't quite know what they were going for. Right. But yeah. I, I still really liked it. So, looking here, we got Geostorm coming out. Oh, Woo! yeah. Yay, Geostorm. Oh, it was terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm probably not going to see it in theaters, but Suburbicon, written by the Coen brothers, directed by George Clooney. Which he doesn't have a good track record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the Monument Men. Yeah. And the... Gosh, there was one before that. The Leatherheads. Really Leatherheads, Leatherheads wasn't great. Yeah. His other stuff is decent. They're not. They're, right. they're never great. Yeah, but they're. I think they're decent. But it's got Matt Damon, Julianne Moore, Isaac, Oscar Isaac. The previews weren't right. grabbing me. Like yeah. they weren't bad. I mean, I want to see it, but it's just like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if it knows what it wants to be. I mean, it kind of the the preview looked kind of funny, but then he they came out saying it's absolutely not funny. It's a crime drama, uh-huh. like you know. And so it's like I don't know if they know what it's going to be. So. Huh. But then, of course, I think before Thor, Stranger Things season two. Oh, yep. Stranger Things! That's right. We will be doing that. You totally will, for sure. And I was thinking because I know you guys. Uh, well, we've been thinking maybe we should go to um, switch our podcast to a YouTube like a visual type scene. What do you guys think about doing? Well, I'll talk Star Wars as our first oh. visual podcast. I'd be okay with that. I'd be yeah. okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. You jazz it up in some weird way. You guys get to see our beautiful mugs. Yeah. So. I've got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's your idea. It's your <laughs> I know. I know. We'll but see. Let us know what fun. you think. Do you want us to stay on podcasts? Do you want to do video? Do you want us to do both? Yeah. We've got to transition one of these days. So we'll, shot, we'll try it. Maybe we'll do both. And if it doesn't work out, we'll have both. <laughs> go either way this television cool. thing is the future right, right? <laughs> that's what I keep hearing like, yeah, I don't I know something about radio I'm keeping my money in radio <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more thing about uh, Blade Runner 2049 the book that this is all based off of the do androids oh, I know what you're going with this oh. yeah uh, the scene in the nursing home with oh, uh, no, I didn't know what's his name <laughs> Edward James almost his character yeah yeah uh, he does the origami yeah. in the first movie. They bring him back for this one. And he gives Ryan Gosling an origami sheep. Yeah, I noticed the sheep. It's based off of the book. Oh, based oh. off the book. Oh. Like no, I thought you were going with... Oh, okay. So Philip K. Dick, who who wrote that, and he's written a bunch of... He was not... He was, didn't do well in his time. But since he's died, I mean, 
there's tons of movies based off of his stuff. Minority Report. Yeah. Um, well, I can't think of any more than that. But a, a ton of stuff. There's um, that one with Keanu Reeves and uh, Woody Harrelson. It was like the oh, the animated one. Yeah. yeah. I hated that movie, but yeah. it's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Total Recall. But here's the thing. I thought this is where you're going with it. Amazon just released a trailer for a series called Electric Dreams, and they're all based on Philip K. Dick stories. Oh. And it's got, and I think it's going to be short stories. I think it'll be have a different cast for each episode. Uh, but it's got Brian oh, Cranston. Cool. It's got Steve Buscemi. Oh. Um, it's got a huge cast. Um, but I think they're all in their own stories. I don't think they're going to be in more than one. But Cranston's actually one of the producers of the show. Oh, that's cool. And the poster's freaking awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that means Scanner anyway. Darkly. Ooh. Scanner Darkly, that's what it was. Richard Linklater, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a turd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's hit or miss, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sweet. You get it. Well, yeah. I can't wait for Stranger Things. Oh, my God. I can't wait for Star Wars. So, we got a good year. We've had a good year of movies. And Thor looks yeah. awesome. Thor looks great. And so, Punisher yeah. any day. Oh, Punisher. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, this will be good. Guess we'll talk to you guys then, I guess. I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs>